Hey everyone, welcome to the second episode of the Young and Hungry podcast. This is my first time recording. I'm hoping it doesn't delete or, you know, anything happens because knowing me, it's probably going to delete, but, or I'm probably going to do something incorrect because this is only my second time filming a podcast. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited to start this podcast journey. Um, as I told you before, this is like my first time ever recording a podcast, ever starting a podcast, creating it all myself. So I'm very excited. Um, I'm thinking these podcasts are only going to be like 15, 20 minutes long, like not too, I could definitely sit down and listen to an hour podcast, but I don't think I have it in me to just talk for an hour or I do, but you know, I feel like people won't want to listen to me after 20, 20, 25, 30 minutes. Um, so yeah, this is, uh, the second, second episode. Um, right now I'm all cozied up in my room. Right now it is snowing like crazy outside. There is so much snow. This is the first time I think it's snowed this much in Toronto, um, in this year. I mean, maybe in January, February, but I don't remember this amount of snow in early November in so long. Um, so yeah, I mean, I like the snow. I don't hate it. I just hate the cold. And especially when I don't have any of my gloves or hats here, it's tough to walk to work, but, um, yeah, that's, that's what, I, what's happening right now. That's what I'm doing right now. Um, and I decided to record this podcast now cause I was like, you know, my roommates aren't home. They'll be home soon. Maybe just sit down and, you know, film a podcast right now. And that's what I'm doing. Because I feel like chatting today. I feel chatty. I feel in a chatty mood. It's a chatty Monday. Um, so I haven't posted in like two weeks. I know I was like, I'm going to do this weekly, but life gets in the way. So at least I'm doing it now. Um, I'm actually going to... So this podcast episode I'm gonna make like a quick one I decided to just make random topics um I've been listening to a lot of other podcasts and I feel like they just come up and wing topics unless they have like a guest on which I don't think I'll be having guests for very long um or like not for a long long time but let's just get into what the topic is going to be about today so today I'm going to be talking about um how I got my full-time job now um, in my field, what I studied, and it was a long process. It took me a long time to get here. Hopefully not 20 minutes of talking worth or hopefully 20 minutes talking worth. Um, and maybe tips and tricks for interviews because I am in the HR field. Um, I always, a lot of people have actually in my personal life been asking me, Hey, do you mind looking at my resume? What are some, you know, good tips for interviews? Cause it's really scary. And I think this is a good first topic. Why not? Right? So I'm going to start off, um, kind of going back to my days in high school, long ago, long ago when I graduated, it was actually 2012. Remember when we thought the world was going to end in 2012? That was, that was the time. Um, so yeah, we're going to go back to when I was in high school and I'm going to give you one tip right now. You will not know what you're going to be doing in high school, unless it's like an anomaly and you're like, I want to be a lawyer since I've been eight years old and I'm going to do it and I'm going to law school and that's what I've always wanted to do. And you're there. Amazing. I feel like that's one 
in a dozen? I don't know. All of my friends, all the people I know in high school are not doing what they wanted to do when they were talking about in high school. And younger or even older, like I, I wanted to be a veterinarian when I was like eight years old. I wanted to be an actress when I was 10. God knows that never happened, but I realized when I wanted to be a vet, you have to actually not just play with the the cats and dogs that come in, you have to operate on them. And I was like, I can't do blood. So that's never going to happen. So obviously those dreams were crushed early on, but I pretty much decided, you know, after high school, I loved sociology. That's what I was going to get into. And I think I just followed suit because everyone else was going to university. And I was like, I'm going to go to university just because everyone else is. That's what you did. That's, that was the social norm. Um, and I definitely did what everyone else was doing because I felt like I had to. And I'm telling now that is, you'll realize later on that, or I'll realize later on that that was kind of a mistake. You got to follow what you want to do. If you are more hands-on, Maybe you should be going to a college that has hands-on projects rather than constant papers that's in university. Um, In the States, I know it's different. I think they call college, university. It's like the same interchanged name. Um, But in Canada, university is like usually a bachelor's degree and college is usually a diploma. Um, But different colleges, you can get a degree, vice versa. Like there's a bunch of different universities that offer maybe a one or two year course. So it's all changed now but when I was first graduating like high school that's all I thought I thought you know I have to go to university I have to take a degree because that's what everyone else is doing and plus I didn't really know what I wanted to do and I just went along with it and I said everyone else is going I'm gonna do sociology so I applied to a bunch of different universities um, went to university fairs it was really scary um, again really confused didn't really know what I wanted to do I was just going along with the ride So I ended up going to a university not too far from my hometown and it was about 45 minutes away. It was probably the worst experience (laughs) ever. Definitely something for the books, definitely something I can laugh about now, but while I was there, it just was not for me. Um, The first two months was great. I, you know, you don't really do much studying. You mostly party. That's pretty much what you do. Um, And I just didn't like my classes. I wasn't getting along with people on my floor. It's just like, I was way too immature. I was only 17 turning 18 in October in 2012. I was like, I can't even live away from home. I don't even know how to do laundry. I was a mess. I didn't know anything. I was not independent enough to honestly move out. Um, It was a good experience. I will say that I'm very lucky to have had that experience. I know a lot of people um, maybe can't afford to you know, go away for university, but I was very, very fortunate that I was able to. And I had the parents that supported me and the friends as well. Um, But I ended up just not liking it Um, and just really, I hated it. It was just not for me. So long story short, I left, I finished out my year and I took the courses with me and I said, all right, at least I finished out these courses. Did I do well on them? Not really, my head wasn't in it. Um, I just wanted to get out of there as soon as possible, but I did finish my courses. I paid for my year. Do I say it's a waste of money? Yes, but you live and you learn. And I feel like that's how I learned what I did and didn't want to do, what courses I like, what courses I didn't. Um, 
So I would say after that year, I was completely lost. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was still confused. I felt like I was still immature. I was only 18 turning 19. And now that I think about it, that I just turned 25 two weeks ago, it's like, time flies. (laughs) Um... So after that, I decided to do a little bit of more, little bit more research in what I actually wanted and what I liked. At the time, I just started my YouTube channel, which I think will be another podcast, another time how I started it and how I maybe gained the followers I did. Um, I don't have a lot. I'm not saying I'm a famous YouTuber by any means, um, but I did gain a following, which was which was really fun. So after you know, summer was going in in 2013, I was like, okay, I need to figure out what I want to do. I'm not the type of person that if I take a year, I will figure it out. Like, I had to just do something because I kind of felt pressured. Um, Everyone was in school, they looked like they were having the best time of their life, and I was like, well, I'm screwed, don't know what I want to do. So during the summer, I decided to apply to a local college that was near my house. Um, And as I said, I was doing YouTube, so I enjoyed video editing. And I said, you know, this is something maybe I want to get into. Maybe I'm the creative one of the family. You know, there's always like the smart one, the creative one, the other one. (laughs) So I was the creative one, I guess, as my mom likes to say. And I decided to apply to my local college for journalism broadcasting. Funny enough, and that's not even the field I'm in here right now. So this is a long journey ahead. Um, and I'm not going to lie, I, I was scared because I was like, this is only a diploma. Is this going to get me anywhere? But I kind of just took at face value when I was like, I need to go. I need to do something. Um, so yeah, I was a little maybe intimidated because I was like, well, I have to do something. I have to get in there. I have to find my way, even if this is not for me. Will I feel like a failure dropping out again? Yes, but I have to figure it out. Again, I had the support from my parents, which was really great, because if I didn't, I think I'd be a little bit more um, apprehensive. So I applied, I got in, and it was a two-year program, and I loved it. I really liked the people I met. Um, I very much enjoyed the school itself. I got to be a lot more independent. I got my own car um, with the help of my parents and my grandmother who, um, you know, put some savings away for me. And it was actually a great experience. Um, I liked college way more than university. I felt like I actually knew my classmates. I knew my teachers. And I didn't feel as ashamed because I wasn't going to university. I just felt like this was my experience and this is what I was supposed to be. It was a lot more hands-on. I got to do bigger projects. I got to literally put my hands into everything. And that's what I did. Graduated with honors and that was two years. So I think that was around 2015. And I was extremely happy. I was over the moon, ecstatic. I graduated. I was like, I'm ready for the real world. I'm ready to make money. And I graduated and there wasn't much out there for me. It was a lot of roles where I had to be the gopher for like 10 years until I got anywhere and that is for some people and that's not for others and it wasn't wasn't for me I couldn't imagine myself being that position type for a long period of time I wanted to move up I wanted to grow and I saw no growth unfortunately so yeah it was disappointing after I graduated but 
here's a, I guess, I haven't talked about a tip in 12 minutes, but here's a tip. I felt really low at one point. I was like, did I waste my money on this? This is not, you know, right? It's a stepping stone. And you kind of just, again, take it as for what it is and apply for jobs you don't even think are in your field. I applied for jobs that I had no (laughs) background in, even school background, just to see what's out there. Especially when you're kind of lost and not sure what you want to do. Try a little bit of everything. As my friends and family say, I have had so many jobs. (laughs) I have had, I'll just say over 15 jobs since I was 14 which is insane, but a lot of them were part-time, on the side, whatever, um, during school, so I had a lot of jobs, but that took me to the place where I am today, and I love where I'm at right now, and I'm in the field I wanted to be in, so without a stepping stone to a job that was completely random and not in my field, I found the field that I do want to be in, um, so that's a little tip, I guess, if you're kind of feeling like this isn't even in know what I learned in school just take it anyways try it out if it's a company that is growing and respects you and respects what you want in life do it so I will say that I did have one job in my field and I stayed there for a year and it was in Toronto Um, I was commuting downtown every single day and I absolutely hated it it was great in the beginning but it was a very big company I wasn't getting paid that much but I felt like I had to stay just because it was in my field. Um, I was an editor and it just was not for me. Um, so yeah, I felt really discouraged at one point. I said, I'm never going to find what I want to do ever. Um, there was a lot of that, a lot of going back and forth with my parents and (laughs) a lot of talks about you went to school for this, just stick it out, stick it out. And I appreciate that because I got that year on my resume, but after that year I left fast like it was I I passed my year and I just was like already applying like like there was no tomorrow so a quick um resume tip I guess you could say on your resume um always try to list what your job entails but use words that you would not necessarily think to use so like go out of your way to make it sound more important than what you're actually doing. If you're checking out, you're, you're working at a grocery store and you're checking out, you know, groceries, just don't put, you know, I just sat there and checked out groceries all day. Like use some words that make it sound like you could be a potential team lead, start a, like a club in your work and put that down. Like use different words of expressing what you're doing in a completely different way if that makes any sense at all and this ambulance is deciding to join my podcast so after that i decided okay i'm going to now uh figure out what i want to do after i quit that year of a job and i was completely lost again in life i still don't know what i wanted to do this is when i was like 22 now i was like i still don't know what i want to do i'm so confused I went from job to job, unfortunately. I had a job for like a week and it was like a scam job. I had a job for three months. They fired me because they didn't have work for me to do. It was like one after another and I was like, I can't do this. I had two part-time jobs just to make money. Um, Serving and working at, you know, a bridal store. Like there, it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, I felt, it was probably one of the worst like years of my life, I'd say. I was just 
not not in a good place um, because I was felt like I was kind of failing because everyone was finally graduating and figure out, figuring it out what they wanted to do and I was nowhere close. So after that, I decided to figure out what I wanted to do, but I needed a stable job to do so. So I decided to apply as a receptionist to a media company. And I did that for a couple months. And in that job, I not only made a really good friend, I found what I wanted to do because, because it was such a small environment. There was only about 10 people in the office. I got to put my hands in everything. And I finally got to do like recruiting. Um, And while I was recruiting, I said, I really enjoy this. Why do I enjoy this so much? What does this entail? Can I do this for a career? So I did a little bit of research. I started there. Okay, I think my recording just stopped because someone called me, but pretty much, uh, hopefully I got in, I forget even where I ended, but pretty much I got into recruiting because of this part-time, uh, this full-time job I had at a media company. And I went back to the same school that I previously went to, um, for my journalism broadcasting. And I got into HR management. It was a one-year post-grad and I was super excited because I was like, this is something I can finally get into that I actually enjoy. And I'm ready for a new challenge. And it was kind of like a beaming light. (laughs) It was like, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm so excited. So I don't want to get into too much of after that because I feel like this has already been a long podcast. Um, But after that, I after I graduated my one-year post-grad, I absolutely loved it. I knew it was what, what exactly I wanted to do while I was in there. I was like, I'm so glad I did this because now I know this is what I want to do. Um, so after that, decided to um, apply to a bunch of places. Uh, competition's fierce out there, especially for HR. Um, so I'm gonna name three tips for a great interview. Um, and I hope this helps anyone, anyone out there. Even if no one's listening, I'm just gonna put it out there. Um, my first tip is dress the part. Dress professional, look your best. When you look your best, you honestly feel your best. And that's number one. When you come in and you're kind of looking like a, you know, didn't put much effort in, they're already not going to take you seriously off the bat. Um, and always come early. Come at least 10, 15 minutes early. It's just going to show that you're ready and you're prepared and you want this interview. You want this job. Two, you're probably going to hear this from all these websites, but do your research on the company. What do they do? What are they looking for? Memorize the job description and kind of tailor what you do to the job description. So if they say we want someone who's passionate, we want someone who's outgoing, be passionate, be outgoing on all your previous roles. What did you do before? Be passionate about that, be excited. Um, And three, always send a thank you note, always send a follow up. Every time I interview anyone, if they send me a thank you note, it just shows that they were engaged the whole time. They knew my name, they knew my email, they appreciate my time. Um, And I think that's honestly the most important. Even if you think it went horribly, send a thank you note. It's respectful, it helps, it's just probably one of the best things to do. I know people think they're annoying, but they're not annoying. And even if they don't reply, they received it and it's appreciated. So yeah, that is my, 
I'm going to finish this podcast now, um, but that is kind of the end of my tips and tricks and how I got to where I was now um, in the field I want to be in. Honestly, if you're still looking for a job, it's a hard, it's a tough, tough market, but you can do it. You power through and you just apply, apply, apply. Even before you're graduated, apply a month beforehand. Get your resume out there. Get a LinkedIn profile that is 100% my biggest tip, I think I would say, because recruiters are looking at your profile. And once you put that open to opportunity setting, you will get a bunch of recruiters flowing in. And that's how you can find your next job. So I hope that helps. Take some tips from me. Um, I'm in the field. I understand what recruiters are looking for. And the more you are yourself in an interview, the more you'll kill it. That sounds really stupid, but it's 100% true. Um, So yeah, I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, Please subscribe if you want to hear my voice more. You can follow my Instagram at T-A-Y-G-I-M-Z-A. And I hope you guys have a great Monday and a better Tuesday and the rest of the week. (laughs) Bye, guys.